Oh, Thomas Edison tried and failed nearly 2,000 times to develop the carbonized cotton thread filament for the incandescent light bulb. And when asked about it, he said, I didn't fail. I found 2,000 ways how to not make a light bulb. But he only needed one way to make it work. Hmm. Food for thought. That is maybe one of the dumbest stories in history. It's a very inefficient way to make a light bulb. How committed are you to the invention of the light bulb that you're going to fail 2,000 times? Let me ask you something. What was wrong with fire? We had been using fire for so long. Why do we need light bulbs all of a sudden? We're too good for Amen fire? Amen that, man. Yeah, dude. Candle? How about a candle, Thomas Edison? Yeah, how about just doing things during the daylight and sleeping do you at think night? the one time he got it right was time 2001? Or do you think he got to like 1500 and then he was like, mm, I don't know, and then he tried... 501 more ways. I think he nailed it the first time, and then he was like, well, he just, I just I get paid by the hour, so I'm going to Oh. I'm going to stretch this you job think, out. Are you you think Thomas Edison was an hourly hourly on an hourly wage? Yeah, I think everybody was at that back then. They all worked for God. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess you're really just working and to get in the heaven. fucking unions came in. Goddamn unions. Goddamn I can't unions. we can't start this again. All right. It never really they're, they're, ended, so you wouldn't be starting again. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, no, they're destroying the country. I, um... No, just kidding. We, you know that. It's not true. What are we doing? I'm so tired. Why are you so tired? Because I stayed up last night watching this stupid-ass movie. Right. It's too late. It was... No, it's fun. It's it's wonderful. Are you already it's, reviewing uh, it? We haven't even gotten to the theme yet, bro. Oh, you know, the theme song might not kick into about minute 45 in this episode. Just kidding. Take, get out <laughs> your right. historic documents. <laughs> Flip over your a copy of uh, the Treaty of Versailles. Because on the back is a map to your hearts with laughter. What it's, the look, fuck? We watched, we watched National Treasure. It's a two and a half hour long movie. It's a long movie. Is it that long? I don't know. It felt it like pretty it. long. Here's the song. Fucking dude, pick it up. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two And we're back. <laughs> Two boys in a balcony. My name is Sean Sullivan. I'm joined, as always, by Bill McMorrow. There's not that Hi, many Bill. O's in my last name. You really stretched it out. There's two. There's two, but you said McMorrow. That's a lot. There are more O's in your name, last name, Sound than like there you are in all of my names. over things there. Do I? You're German, right? I could be. You and Diane Kruger? I, I definitely have uh, a love for... Sauerkraut? I was going to say uh, Belgian waffles, but then I was like, where's Belgia? Where's Belgia? Where's Belgia? I believe it's Belgium, Belgi- right? 
Belgium, yes, the home of our uh, the late great Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, what happened to him? He didn't die. No, he just is. I don't he's know. Just I don't know. Always said... late. Still great. He's great. Still great. Is he though? But always late. Jean Claude, JCVD. Yeah, I believe that. I tell in, in some corners of the world, he's uh, revered as a god. You think the whole religions of pop? Dude, Hasselhoff in Germany is. Pretty close to what Hitler used to be, but without the bad parts, I think. Which I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. It was mostly bad with that guy. Like probably. I know. You you think David Hassel is he gonna burn down the Reichstag? What's going on with David Hassel? The Reichstag already burnt. You know that, right? Oh, well. You know that, right? Less work. Less for him to do. Yeah, we fucking come in with the history during a movie podcast. We love history. It's history month. We've done 1776. Sure, we have. We did Johnny sure Tremaine. We Absolutely, have. we did. You can't prove. And here you we can't are say now. That we didn't. Well, you could say. Uh, you can't. You can't tell me that this isn't the most historic film that we've ever covered. They tried to cram a lot of history into this film. It really is uh, kind of a freshman college survey course of history. It's like the dumb man's Da Vinci Code. <laughs> it is. For sure, and guess what? The dumb, the Da Vinci Code is already for dumb men. It's already not so. very smart, but it's no, smarter than you know this. How... Yeah, because it's at the Louvre. Is that the, the Da Vinci oh, Code, yeah. or is that the next one? An- uh, Angels and Demons. I forget. Yeah, I think it's the Da Vinci. I've only seen the Da Vinci Code. Love Tom uh, Hanks, though. I think he's gonna have a good career. We love this kid, Tom Hanks. He's taking off, doing big, <laughs> doing big thing, big. <laughs> Things. I get it. Oh, you are live with riffs and, tonight, uh, fella. Dude, I'm firing on all cylinders. I'm a finely oiled machine. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, History Month. We love history. You can't get enough. Could and you? This movie is the most accurate reflection. Kind of get some energy going. No, no way, dude. I'm high off of uh, freedom, liberty. <laughs> National documents, the Smithsonian. I uh, got nothing gets my heart racing more than that building. The National Archives. I love the Smithsonian. Have you ever uh, gone to the Smithsonian, Sean? I have been to the. I, yeah, I've I've stood in the very same room as the National National the Declaration of Independence. All right. And did I think about stealing it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how could you not? Obviously. Was it the room that they show it in in this movie? Uh, well, hey, spoiler alert. Uh, it turns out uh, you're not allowed to take pictures in the National Archives, so they had to... That's a, a recreation, that room. Yeah, that's you're not, not supposed they to... They didn't get to film there. You're not supposed to take pictures in any of those art museums. I got yelled at once. What were you trying to take a picture of? I was just taking pictures in... Uh, which one was it? Security cameras, guards. Natural history? I forget which one it was. I was taking pictures of... No, the National Gallery. It was yeah. uh, the fucking Journey of Life. The It's a series of paintings mm-hmm. in this room. It's four paintings. They're pretty fantastic. You should look it up. I forget the guy's name. Thomas... Kincaid? Something. Not Kincaid. He's fantastic. He loves colors. The way he does that light. But a god yelled at me for fire. taking pic, uh, pictures of the paintings. He said, you can't take a picture in the hand. I was like, why don't you physically remove me? 
Next, you're gonna tell me I have to wear a mask. You didn't have to wear a mask. This was back in the '90s. You did barely oh, had to sh- wear clothes. That's true. What a wild time the 1990s. Oh, you can come into the museum in Jenko jeans. We don't care. Were you a big Jenko jeans no, boy, Bill? Never owned them. Nope. No. How about okay. you? Just checking. You you were a '90s boy. You must have had fun fashions. No, I was not. I did not have Jenko jeans. I had a pair of parachute pants. You had a pair. Now, are those the MC Hammer pants or those are different? Uh, No. The big flowy ones? No. Those are MC Hammer pants, bro. Parachute pants were like the the fucking, like the parachute material. But they had the zippers, all the zippers. Sort of like Michael Jackson pants. Oh, all right. I'm I'm glad you had those. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a uh, time to be alive. It sure you was. You know what it was is because it was the '80s. Vietnam had ended. All those parachutes had to go somewhere. <laughs> you think that do you now? Are you uh, suggesting that parachute pants made exclusively from uh, excess uh, military uh, parachute? I'm not saying. Yeah, I guess that that is yeah. That is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. I mean, not all uh, excess. Like, I think some of them were used and then just turned into parachute pants. Even the ones that, like, uh, bullet holes and stuff like that? Or you think they cut yeah. around? Yeah, I think those ones. No, I think those. Oh. You know how people buy uh, pre-ripped jeans? Yeah. So, like, pre-bullet hold uh, parachute pants. All right. Yeah. Well, I, that's, think uh, th- I, I think we're doing good. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good riff. This is... I, uh, that's not even sarcastic. I think we just, together, you and I put that puzzle together. And we, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know what? Maybe tomorrow I'll head over to the Army-Navy store and pick up a pair of parachute pants. Nice. Sean, did you get a haircut? Uh, I didn't get a haircut. Oh, all right. No. Um... What you been watching? Anything good? I've been watching movies. I love movies. I finally I watched Manhunter, bro. Oh, love it! Yeah. I bought it. You bought? You just went? You straight? Well, it was. Fuck, uh, I love this. It was three ninety nine to rent on Amazon, or you could buy it for four ninety nine. So it kind of seemed that the, like ain't that's how they get you. Kind of seemed like that's how they get you. Just do it, and then Man, Jeff Bezos be gets that extra dollar, and he could probably use it. I might be heading over to Amazon picking up Manhunter. Jeff Bezos. I love Manhunter. What's uh? What's the guy's name? The uh. The Will Graham. Will Graham. Uh, William Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, Francis Dollahide is such a great name for a serial killer. Yeah, dude, the Red Dragon. Uh, so how was Red Dragon? Because that's the same movie, right? This is based on. The book Red Dragon, Manhunter is. Yeah, so that's the first Hannibal Lecter movie. That's uh, Michael Mann. I love Brian uh, Cox's Hannibal. He's like so much more human. Yeah, way different than Anthony Hopkins. Not like a uh, fucking like a supervillain Hopkins. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, I've only seen that one in Silence of the Lambs, and then I've seen some of the first season of the TV show Hannibal. How Red is Dragon that? is a remake of Manhunter. The TV show is That's great. with Ed Norton, right? 
man, Red Ed Dragon, Norton I think. plays Will Graham. I think so. And Mary but Louise Baca plays Molly Graham. Uh, but then the TV show, the third season of Man of uh, Hannibal, they do Red Dragon again. Oh, really? Like the season yeah. is that storyline? I, I think so. I believe that's the, the fairy? what I just said is alive. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was good, though. I, I really liked uh, Manhunter. My yeah, only problem with uh, it was his wife. I thought she was horrible. Oh, jeez. You know what I like? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Dennis Farina? No, no, no. Oh, Dennis Farina is so good in that movie. Great Dennis Farina. That, um, the dude who plays uh, Star Arliss. Who's, who the hell's Arliss? Uh, the guy that gets oh. tied to the chair. Yeah, that's uh, not Arliss, is it? He's got his hair, dude, but that's not Robert oh. uh, Shue? No. David Schwimmer? Oh, yeah, it's David Schwimmer. Cheech Marin? LeBlanc. Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, it's not him. Stephen Lang, Freddie Lyons. Yeah, it's not him. He, but he has uh, his hair. He's got that, and he fucking definitely dresses like Alice. That uh, fashion sense. Dude, why can't I think of Alice's name? He's one of the most reviled actors of all time. Oh, Robert Wool. I said Robert. I had that part. Is you he one it. of the most reviled actors? What's going on there? I don't know. I Is just feel like everybody hates Arliss. Uh, no, no, no. He's, he's just got like a, he's just like a, got a punchable face. A punchable. Nobody face, looks at Robert Wool and been like, "Oh yeah, no, dude, this should been a this guy should have been a star." I mean, Alice uh, Alice ran for a bunch of years, right? Didn't that go like six yeah. seasons or something? You do you know anybody that's ever seen it? I don't think I've ever seen it. No. Uh, I watched, uh, speaking of Red Dragon, I didn't watch Red Dragon. I watched Enter the Dragon. Ah, uh, Bruce Lee, right? Yeah, I'd never seen it. It uh, rules. Does it? Yup. A lot of karate in, a lot of kung fu oh, in Oh, are they karate in those movies now? In the karate He films. is a martial arts expert. I don't know if you knew that about him. Bruce Lee, he's all muscle. He's always got his shirt off. He looks, uh, I would argue it's nauseating to look at him. He's so... Like just toned and ripped, and he's just uh, kicking ass. And that and nauseates uh, you? Uh, yeah, because I'm physical you know, I'm, phys- fit- I'm I don't like to see anybody that's slightly in better shape than I am. Physical fitness and, makes you uh, sick. If yeah, I'm always working out, I'm working hard, and then I see a guy like that, and it's just like oh, I got to work for my physique. Sean, and this guy, this is he does it so effortlessly. Sean, are you working hard or are you hardly working? Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> right. Uh no, Enter the Dragon. It's good. It's fun. It's like a like a James Bond movie. That's a you said first time you've ever seen it. That was the first time I ever saw it, and then uh, I was about to go down a Bruce Lee. Uh, How many high yas do you give it? Four and a half out of five high yas. That is a good high ya high ya high ya high ya high. I I used to uh really enjoy the karate movies. They used to play them on. I think it was Channel 68 used to do them on, like, yeah. Sundays. You know, they do the 56 would do the Creature Features. And uh, I mean, I don't. This was all before I was alive. but Dude, you yes. have not been alive that long. Yeah, but I wasn't watching Creature Features and, and Kung Fu movies on Saturday mornings when I was in 1986 when I was three years old. All right. 
I'm telling you about what I used to do. Yeah. Can we just take a moment and talk about me? Or does it always have to be about you and what you do? I mean, I am kind of the star of the show. Yeah, and I think that's why it would just be nice if Uh, everyone... Yeah, no, dude. I think I might be going down a kung fu movie uh, road. You still doing the? I thought you were doing the docs. I thought you were on. Yeah, doc- I am. Doctor Doctor Timber, mentory. I am. But here's the thing about Someday. a documentary is that some of them are super fucking boring. And yeah, but you got to pick them right, dude. If you just watch yeah, the documentaries, well, I tell you to watch. I did. I not watched boring. Finders Keepers. I watched it. Finders Keepers, great. Yeah, it was wonderful. Story and you got to watch that. That's not streaming, so that's a no. I think I have the DVD. Oh. I'll look for it. If I have it, I'll give it to you uh, during uh, the thing there. Oh, yeah. Redacted. We'll save that for later. The surgery that I'm performing on you to Uh, see if I can save your life. I watched, dude, I watched some docs. You know what I watched that was super fun? It was on Amazon Prime. Uh, our buddy Ken Reed hit me to this. It's called In Search of the Last Action Heroes. It's a two and a half hour like survey of 80s action movies. Yeah. And it was so fun. It's just clips of movies from the 80s and then talking about the stars. It was great. That sounds fun. I'll check that out. It's on Prime. I learned Prime. absolutely nothing. It was on Prime, yeah. And well, then uh, Finders Keepers. I watched Tread. Uh, we started watching that. I haven't finished it yet, but that is very interesting. It's uh, a story about a man who gets fucked over by his town, and then he builds a tank, and then he destroys the town. Yeah, like we all would it's, like uh, to do from time to time. It's uh, the, it's the first or hour is done. just like I can't speak for you again. They show they show the tank a little bit in the very beginning, and then it's like an hour before they just tease you for an hour. Of just building up this man, just like winding him up, winding him up, winding him up until he f- go. In the last half hour, they show like the actual footage from the day, like the news crews. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember reading uh, about the story when it happened and being like, yeah. hmm. Well, they say in the movie, they say that it happened and then the next day Ronald Reagan died. So it got buried in the news. So, like, it was, like, a story for, like, a day, and then it was, like, oh, no, Ronald Reagan's gone. Yeah. Time for our uh, national... Let's stop talking about this, this cool-ass tank this gentleman built. Let's talk about this 90-year-old man that passed well, away. Well, I just want to say, Nancy, that even though the... Well, I just want to say, Nancy, that even though... Well, I... He was very forgetful. Did you know that? He was. Well... Yeah. Oh, I cannot remember starting the crack epidemic. Oh. That was spot on, I think. That was actually a quote that he said. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. Um, yeah, you got anything else on yours? I, I have. I watched that. Uh, so last night we watched uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, okay. The Al Pacino, that. Uh, John... Kazal? Is that how you pronounce it? No? You don't know? Isn't he in the Dare Hunter? The dude that made like eight great movies or six great movies and then he died. Oh, uh, Fredo Corleone. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, Carol Kane was in it, and the dude, Pappy O'Daniel, Charles Durning. Is that that dude's name? Uh, it's the Charles first time Durning. I've ever watched the whole thing. It was pretty. It was pretty damn good. I liked it. Is that the one that's in the bank? Yeah. They're held hostage? Yeah. I always confuse that with um, Serpico, and then there's another one. Yeah, because we talked. We uh, I watched Serpico a couple of months ago, and we talked about it and confused it with this one. Uh, I watched a movie with Carol Kane in it. What was uh, it? Did you When you saw her, did you go, oh, Simca? Simca. Yeah, because that's what Nicole said. Simca. Why did she say that? Because she played Simca on Taxi. Oh, she was, I never uh, Latka's oh, wife. Oh, she was Latka's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Latka it's Gravis. Blue. Hey, shout out to all the taxi cab drivers out there. I'm sorry that Uber has really fucked your world up. No, last week, uh, you must have seen. Yeah, you sent it to me. Uh, the uh, Mint Mobile sponsor of the show. Was oh, launching the, their unlimited, the and Rick then they Moranis? had for no for no reason they 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 dug up Rick Moranis and just had him come out and be funny and yeah, and we're all everybody was fired up for a day about how much we all love Rick Moranis. So I watched My Blue Heaven. Oh, that's a fun movie, dude. With uh, good fun. That's Steve the Martin, Witness Protection Joe one with Cusack. Steve Martin. Yeah, it's the uh, unofficial sequel to Goodfellas. It's it's a very good film. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, I believe but, it did. Uh, it did pretty well in the box office too. It was written by Nancy, uh, not uh, uh, Nora Ephron, whose husband wrote the book Goodfellas was based on, and then she wrote this movie My Blue Heaven based on how the guy, how the um, Ray Liotta character in Goodfellas kept bothering Hill. them. Yeah. While oh, he was really? In protection. So it, yeah, it was, a, was. It's actually a. It's based on her conversations with Henry Hill. No shit. Yeah, I don't crazy. think I knew that. I don't think anybody does. Sean, I only know it from you Blank are Check. a film I journalist. And I, I appreciate mm. your work. That one goes to Blank Check. It's all Blank Check, baby. I've been listening to that. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. They just did a, a series on Nora Ephron, and that's how they, they brought up My Blue Heaven. And they were like, it's it's really weird. It's a sequel to Goodfellas, kind of. I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta see this. And then Rick Moranis Day happened, and it's a good ass Moranis. He's dancing, oh, he's doing the marimba. I, I think every Moranis is a good ass Moranis. Yeah, dude, he's kind of doesn't miss. Uh, and it, well, no, he will miss when the new Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie comes out, starring fucking Josh Gad. But that's a that's already is that a really happening. Mm-hmm. Is Moranis in it? Yeah, his first movie in like thirty years. Is That's Josh Gad supposed to be his kid? Yeah. Oh, f- get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, God bless you, Rick Moranis. It will be good to have you back. And uh, anytime you want to come on the pod, you just hit us up on that line that we keep texting you. Yep, we just have the one with the phone set up just one, in case Rick Moranis ever calls. Rick Moranis phone. We just keep flying planes with uh, banners behind them over Canada. I got out one more movie, so I think I I think I officially just started my uh, annual fucking horror fest. Horror fest starting yeah, early, dude. You know I love it, dude. 
It's usually all of October, but you know what? I'm stuck. I'm stuck here. I can't do anything. They don't let you. They don't let you go anywhere unless you go to a presidential rally or a Kid Rock concert or a Kid Rock concert at a presidential rally. Dude, how good? How good do you think a Kid Rock concert at a presidential rally, a Trump rally, would be? One of the best Kid Rock concerts or the best Kid Rock concert? I think it would be almost as good as one at a Waffle House. Oh. But only because I think Waffle House would have better food. Yeah, they would give you waffles. Oh, I love I waffles. Think, I bet the I bet what the do you think? Waffles Trump... or pancakes? You tell me right now. Uh, boy, oh boy. Oh, debate for the ages. Uh, it's tough. How about it's freedom tough. toast? I'll tell you this. Do you like waffle, freedom toast? I can make pancakes at home that are pretty good. I cannot make a waffle at home. Because you don't have a waffle maker. Uh, that I mean, that is, yeah, that's almost I mean, 100%. if you had a waffle maker, you could. Yeah, but we had a waffle maker at one point, and I don't Are know you thinking of a George it. Foreman grill? No, this was specifically a waffle press for Why'd you get rid waffling. of it? Because uh, I think it sucked ass. Did and, you used uh, to make Belgian worked. waffles from Belgia? Yeah, we tried to make some Belgian waffles. It's a fucking callback, bro. I understood. That's you know a the comedy thing about a callback? Term. You don't have to. You don't acknowledge it. That's a good callback. You don't acknowledge. Oh, Bad I didn't say it was go, a good hey. callback. Oh, I did. I just That's said it my, was a callback. My silence was implicit. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dude, do you just want to go to sleep? Or we'll pick this up tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. We have to get this done now. Uh, I watched. Uh, All right, no, wait, wait, wait. So I'm telling you, I started my horror movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I started, so we watched the original Fright Night with uh, William yeah. Ragsdale. Uh, Sorry, from what's the gentleman's name? William William Ragsdale. Ragsdale. You may know. Do you remember the television show Herman's Head on Fox? Uh, with uh, Yardley yes. Smith. Uh, Lisa Simpson used to be on it. It it was yeah, an I 80s. Yeah, no, I remember it coming on after The Simpsons. Nope, I don't remember Herman's Head. I'm thinking of Drexel's uh, class. He was, uh... Oh, what was that? That was Dabney Coleman, right? That was Dabney Coleman. Uh, Herman's Head was a... William Ragsdale starred as... He was like an office worker, and he it had, like, played out his, the voices in his head. And it was uh, Yardley Smith. You can look it up. But anyways, oh. the original Fright Night I watched with him and Amanda Bears, who played Marcy Darcy on uh, Married with Children. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize she ever made any other movies. And uh, Roddy McDowell. Okay. And uh, Chris Sarandon, who he plays the, uh, he plays Jerry Dandridge, Vampire. And he uh-huh. was actually, he he played, uh, he was in Dog Day Afternoon. He played Al Pacino's uh, lover, his Chris wife. Chris Sarandon was? He yeah. came up on something I was looking at the other day. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, look at that. Son of a gun. He's the voice of Jack Skellington. Oh, no shit. In Nightmare Before Christmas? In, yeah, the very same. In that one? Oh, and he's also Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Brad. Um, what the hell was I looking this guy up for? Probably the Princess Bride, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
No, you know what? I think I was trying to find out. Susan Sarandon was trending on Twitter the other day. Oh, and I you're I seeing to... if they're related? Uh, I don't know. Somehow I ended up on him, but I was trying to see what crazy things she said, and it turned out I agreed with what she said. And uh... but uh, yeah. So yeah. So I think I'm on my my horror movie kick now. You're kicking it off Fright Night. I'm fucking doing I it. I see dude. Fright Night. Uh, this one I want to watch. Fright Night's good. It's on. Uh, I think I watched it on Prime. I'm kicking off my horror uh, Saturday night. That's when I'm going to kick off my uh, official uh, Halloween. You're excited. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I want to talk. Oh, I want to talk about this because this is a new documentary that I thought was uh, actually excellent called Feels Good, Man. Uh, That's about. It's a new doc. 2020 doc. It's new. 2020. Dude, fresh off the documentary press. I had to spend two dollars and ninety nine cents to watch this movie. Things are going uh, good, it's huh? About, it's yeah, dude. I'm I'm flush with three dollars. <laughs> uh, it's all the money we saved on eggs callback, and uh, I know what a callback is, Sean. I, it's the it's a documentary about uh, Pepe the Frog, the oh the right wing stupid yeah, little frog that's the symbol thing. of the alt right. Yeah. Well. Uh, it turns out it was originally created by this like weird Oregon hippie dude from Portland uh, in his comic books, and then somehow it just they go through the whole tale of how he created this this kind of goofy stoner comic, and then slowly this thing became adopted by 4chan, and uh, it just spiraled out of control of this guy's life, and it kind of just took over, and he was getting blamed for a lot of things, and everybody hated him, and they hate really? this frog, and it's pretty uh pretty wild story but uh they go into it's kind of the the rise of the alt right and they tie it into Trump and it's a pretty fascinating uh documentary I enjoyed and it a lot. What did you Feels What was that on? Good. Uh I had to rent it so you can rent it. It's it's new. It just came out on video on All demand. Right. On the VOD. So anywhere you can stream uh movies but uh I mean like I told you I'm into horror movies now so this does sound kind of scary. It's a little scary. I, I watched that, and I watched uh, the big one on Netflix right now is The Social Dilemma, which is kind of stupid, but I don't know if you know this. It social is a media dilemma, is though. Bad. It is it's a bad. dilemma. Uh, this documentary was so annoying because... Dude, three uh, months I, off of Facebook, big boy. I haven't seen a doc like this in a while where they do like the documentary stuff of the talking heads and talking to experts and the science Oh, the talking heads are on it? No, Bill focus up god dang it save it for later have you ever seen a documentary but then all of a sudden they put in like this this fictionalized oh they have like uh, real actors yeah. doing the stories and it's so yeah, reenactments i hate them but it's not a reenactment it was like a plot within the documentary had a plot about this yeah. kid being addicted to his phone and his sister you know who the sister was was the girl from moonrise kingdom Oh really? And then, the, uh, and then her brother was uh, the son that was on. He was in Booksmart, and he was in the Righteous Gemstones on HBO. So it's like recognizable actors, and they're just like doing these like bad like after school special scenes. Oh, all right. So it's a documentary, but then they're doing fictionalized stories within the <laughs> yeah. doc. Yeah, and I hate it. I hate that. Um, but that, uh, that kind of seems like a weird uh, genre. 
Yeah, it's like docudrama or some nonsense. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I don't care. But it's one it. of these ones. It's one of these ones that people are going to be like, "Have you seen the social dilemma on Netflix? It's scary. It's I don't know." And where it's like, yeah, we know phones phones yeah. are bad for kids. Don't give them to kids. Facebook is bad for everybody. Shouldn't go on Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, we don't really need it's need to be two hours long. We just seems kind of obvious. Very obvious, Sean. I think you nailed but, it again. I think you're a good journalist, and I think you're a good I'm a human journal, being. I'm writing. I keep trying to submit this uh, podcast to uh, NYU to try to get a journalism degree, and they just keep denying me. But I will. From hell or high water, I, I will actually a film got journalist. approved. I got accepted. Oh shit! They took you. Yeah, but they're saying that if I go there, I have to stay in my dorm. I can't go to any parties or anything. Oh, then why even bother? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do it. I mean, I really want the degree, but also I have a printer and a computer. Yeah, dude. So I can yeah. make one. Uh, I watched one more movie. Can I guess it? My fa- it's my favorite part of the podcast where where I pretend that the movie that we're going to talk about is a movie that I, I watched this week. Can I guess it? Yeah, go ahead. Apocalypse Now. No. You know that I didn't know. The Quiet Man. No, it's from 2004. From the 2004. Walt oh, the Da Vinci Walt Code. Disney picture. It's Two, a the, Disney da Vinci film. Code. Dude, that Toy was a 2005 Story. release. Toy Story was like a 98 release. All right. It's National Treasure. It's the movie we watched. You watched it oh, also. Oh, for the podcast. Yeah, the one we're going to talk yeah. about right now. You watched it a while ago. Did you rewatch it I've for this? I watched uh, it. Yeah, I watched it a couple months ago because we weren't we going to do it before and then we we switched it around or something. Or we had no. talked about doing it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think I was just on a uh, on a surfing around on Disney Plus. Yeah, that probably checks. Yeah, and then uh, I watched it again uh, the other day, last night, whenever the hell and I then did today. Boy, oh boy, you cracked open that book I of secrets. I fucking watched the second one today. Uh, 2004, directed by John... Updike? Yep. Yeah, nope. Yeah, John Updike, the author of Babbitt. Uh, John, John Turtletob. John Turtle... No, Jesus Christ, I wish it was directed by John Singleton. Yeah, it would have been a lot better. Uh, John Turtletob. You want to hear this guy's filmography? I would love to. Great. Uh, he directs the original Three Ninjas. This dude is a this this dude is in the pocket that, hearts uh, of Disney. That's a little kid film, right? It's a little kids. Yeah, I think I might try to show it to my kids because it's uh, Tum Tum Rocky and ah uh, oh, Jesus Christ! I just literally was talking to Three Ninjas with you, I think my you brother were just on a Three Ninjas riff. Yeah, we were genuinely talking about it. I can't remember why. Who are you saying it to? I think it was my brother-in-law. He was over, and we were talking about Three Ninjas, and I don't remember why. No, it might have been, I don't know. Who cares? But he directed Three Ninjas. He directs Cool Runnings while you were sleeping. The, of course, Cool Runnings I love. While you were sleeping, I remember liking when I was a kid. That's Sandra Bullock. uh, Something about the lottery. Her husband's in a coma. She falls in love with uh, Bill Pullman. Uh, phenomenon. That's not the. 
Oh, I'm think I'm conf- thinking of the what's the Nick Nolte lottery one with Bridget Fonda? I don't know. All right. Well, he directs you Phenomenon. You love Phenomenon. It's got your boy John Travolta. Oh, it's like I cannot even believe uh, what a he phenomenon does Dis- he does, is going on he right does now. Disney's the kid. That's Bruce not the Willis. one when he's the angel, right? That's Michael. That's Michael. Phenomenon is uh, he just has magic powers. I think those were like pretty close together too, weren't they? Um, back to back years, maybe. Yeah, there was like a run in the mid '90s where it was like Powder and Phenomenon and Michael. Oh, Powder! It was like all these. Well, Powder I think was directed by a, a child, child rapist. Yeah. yeah, so we don't really talk about that one as much. Also, Powder looks weird, and uh, the Sorcerer's well, Apprentice. Dude, that was the whole point of the movie. You can, uh, you're supposed to accept people. Don't accept the uh, child, the uh, rapist that directed it. But Powder didn't yeah. do nothing wrong. Uh, I mean, without question, this guy's biggest movies are National Treasure and National Treasure. Book Did you of ever Secrets. see Powder? No, not watching that. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah, you would say yeah. that, you apologist. I, uh, I'm not apologizing. I saw it 20 years ago. It wasn't bad. You just hate people that look different. Your words. Who are you looking at that, over there? I was doing a take to the camera. And, uh,. uh yeah, what do we? Who do we got in this cast? It's worth Christopher Plummer. First so is that all? Uh, Turtle Top did. Yeah, you dude, kind of sucks. Tops, everything. You I mean, Cool through. Runnings is a fucking great film, dude. You ever sure. show that to your kids? No, we have not watched that yet. I'm trying to steer John them away Candy, from bobsled. I just don't want them. They're gonna see it. They're gonna fall in love with bobsled, and uh, I yeah, just don't right. have the money. I don't have the money. You don't. We don't have the snow either. So yeah. We lack the infrastructure in this country. Love John to Candy. Lit all Watch year. Uncle Buck recently. Yeah. Miss I don't him. think I've ever seen Uncle Buck. It's a great film. That's one I should it's do. I should HBO. get over my John Hughes. You, well, thing. you don't. Yeah, you don't like John Hughes, right? Yeah, but I feel like I don't like Brat Pack. Young movie, Macaulay John Culkin. Hughes. I feel like I could get with Uncle Buck. It's, it's good. The, it's the Brat Pack stuff I don't like. And I believe it's less than ninety minutes. I think it was like eighty-seven I'm minutes in, dude. or something. Dude, I watched Coneheads the other day because it was an hour and 27 minutes. Sometimes a movie just doesn't you need watch to be 90 it minutes. You watch it says Brockton, Massachusetts in it. Uh, dude, did you tangle when it said that? Were you like, what? I Dude, I loved it. I love it. I didn't did realize it was Adam shit? Sandler all these years. That's the first yeah. time you've ever seen it, right? Uh, since I was like 10. Yeah. I saw it when I was a kid, but I don't remember any yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I just remember them from the Saturday Night Live skits. I know I've yeah. seen parts of it, but I don't know if one I've of the least funny, actually... one of the least funny Saturday Night Live skits. That's my favorite thing about Saturday Night Live is whenever anybody's like, "Ah, oh, it's not the it's not the original cast," yeah. and then you watch the original cast and you're like, "This sucks." Ah, uh, some of it, yeah, some of it's great. I think you know but what I mean. Some of it. Look, is... I like John Belushi, but I don't need to see dude, him just uh... chopping everything with the sword. Yeah, but like Gilda Radner, dude. Uh, Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana, and yeah. some of I'm her not saying shit, that they're, dude, dude listen, they're very we'll, talented. We'll save it for our Saturday Night Live podcast. Uh, Do you sa- want to start a Sunday, Live? Sunday taped. Oh, delayed, Sunday morning sun, recording. Sunday morning uh, de- record. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday morning, morning live to tape. I like that. Cut that, uh, and then we'll put it on T-shirts. 
Yeah, we got a cast. This thing's got a decent cast. This has a good cast. Manageable. Not a lot of, uh, you know, we got Nick Cage, obviously, playing the great Benjamin Franklin Gates. You got Seam uh, Bean. Yeah, Seam Bean. Cian. <laughs> Pre-Net Stock. Yeah, Sean Bean. Long-haired Sean Bean. Uh, IMDb trivia for you. One of the few movies where he doesn't uh, die. He's usually oh, really? dying in all of Does he movies. usually die in films? Apparently. He's always a bad guy, right? I would say that he is. Most of the time. He's a bad guy in Goldeneye. That's my favorite Sean that's a, Bean. That's Bond, right? That's a, that's a Jim Bond. Is uh, that uh, Daniel Craig? No, that's Pierce Brosnan's first... Uh, first uh, Which is the one? Tale. Haven't they done a couple what's the one that they've done twice did they do casino royale a couple times uh yeah well they've done a bunch of them uh, yeah there's thunderball and then there's never say never again or never say never i don't remember never say die no 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 never say die is a different one uh that doesn't exist as far as i remember uh, no, You're Casino a big Royale Bond is guy, right? Casino, love them. Yeah, Casino Royale is the comedy that they made where Peter Sellers is James Bond, and also Woody Allen is James Bond. I don't quite know what's going on with that one. Now, did they um, remake that one with Daniel Craig? That's the first Daniel Craig. Yeah, that's. Is it a comedy? Ones. No. No, they remade it as like a. Yeah, just a great. Like Daniel Craig's ne- like a action star type Bond, right? Yeah, like Casino Royale is on Netflix. You should uh, find time watch it. It's great. The it's remake great. or the original? The remake. The Daniel Craig. It's What about the original? Long. I've never seen it. Oh. All right. It's an it's not an official bond. I don't want to talk about it right now. Is it I'll get a, upset. All right. I'll get emotional. I'll get emotional. But is it like a is it a parody of Bond? Is that what it I think so. Right. I think it's kinda of like a in like Flint like Oh man uh, man Flint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, I don't want to set you off, big guy, because we still got to get through this fucking shit show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harvey Keitel. I'm just going by the order on uh, Wikipedia. Nick Cage. Uh, Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Coming. Voight. Almost no reason for Harvey Keitel to be in this movie. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. You really. His- it really is. It really. I remembered. So at the end, they show him. I remembered. I was confusing this movie with the Da Vinci Code because at the end, I remember that somebody was a Mason and was like trying to protect the thing or whatever. I don't remember, but it turns out Harvey Keitel's a Mason, but it doesn't matter. It, it has no impact on anything. But that at the end of the Da Vinci Code, it's the other. I don't know. The Knights Templar, what, right? Yeah, but isn't that what this movie's about? I think so. Dude, all this Masonic bullshit. Dude, but they fucking... the Knights Templar at the end of the Da Vinci Code, they come out and they save the day and they're like, We'll keep this secret. Don't worry, we'll we are the protectors. Um Yeah, at the at the end of well Yeah. I mean I don't wanna I, jump ahead. Like are we just going to the end of the movie and Yeah, but I mean I'm just going down the castle. I mean look yeah. People have seen this movie. It made a hundred million dollars. Seen it? How much? One hundred. Um, <laughs> I thought you said one million dollars. One hundred million dollars. That doesn't seem like that much. 
2004, three years after mm-hmm. 9-11. Come on. People were afraid to leave their houses, but they came out in droves for this it definitely made more than uh, Tenant made. Yeah. Uh, John Voigt, uh, human garbage himself, he's there. Yeah, what a fucking prince of a man. <laughs> yeah, dude, huh? Uh, what a shame it is to not want to watch any movies with John Voigt, James Woods. Uh, well, yeah, Kane? but dude, James Woods, it's like, yeah, he made his career acting like a piece of shit. It's fucking amazing that he's a piece of shit. Uh, John Voigt did the same thing. Yeah. John Voigt's never, he's never playing a great guy. Yeah, and he's a piece of shit. But I mean, James yeah, Woods in Presumably a bad dude. father. Casino and shit? Come on, you fucking piece of shit. Um, the McMahon Di- trial, you child molester. <laughs> uh, Diane Kruger. Uh, Allegedly, the, uh, Diane Kruger. Oh, you think this is some sort of? No, I was saying She's... allegedly about the the uh, McMartin trial thing. Diane uh, Kruger, of course, playing uh, the German uh, doctor Abigail Chase, who is German, because Diane Kruger is from Germany. So they gave her the most American-sounding Abigail Chase. Diane uh, Hyde Kruger. Yeah. I only know her from uh, this and Inglorious Bastards. Oh, that's what she's from. She's the uh, movie theater lady. Yep, she plays the um the she's game. She's great in that. Yeah. That's a future coming attraction. Because fucking Eli Roth yeah. plays the bear Jew uh, yeah. and he Fenway Park. Just, Teddy Ball game. I love that movie. Uh, uh, yeah, she's just, great in that, in that. Uh, Justin Bartha, who is the, uh, the guy from The Hangover that nobody remembers. Oh, plays Riley Poole. Oh, yeah, he's the one that's getting married, right? Yeah, he's the, he's not, he's the one that's not Ed Helms. Dude, Bradley I totally, Cooper, yeah, I totally, f- I totally forgot that he was in The Hangover. He's only in, he's in. I, I I don't know. One of the biggest comedy, two of the biggest comedies yeah. of all time, The Hangover. But he's the, hangover the one. Too. It's his bachelor party that they yeah, go to. He's right? the one that uh, that movie did absolutely nothing for. It turned Zach Galifianakis into a household name, and did absolutely nothing for Justin Bartha. Yeah, but also Gal- Galifianakis is fucking funny, dude. Yeah, I can't imagine those movies hold up. No, I wouldn't think so. Uh, and they're directed by the guy that did the Joker. And I hate. Oh, that piece. Yeah. That guy's. Uh, fucking Todd Phillips. I can't do comedy anymore. Yeah, nobody will let me. Cancel culture's out of control. Uh, this. Now thing get Kim is... Jong to hop out of the. What's his. Ken Jong hopped out with his dick hanging out. That yeah, that ha- sounds... that's a hangover, right? Uh, yes. The only scene in The Hangover that I really remember is uh, Mike Tyson listening to In the Air Tonight, and there's a tiger. Yeah. The, I, I watched it there once, was some, and I was like... The first one was a lot funnier than the other ones. Yeah, I would imagine. Was Did Todd Phillips do the other ones? I don't know. That's a great question. As a film journalist... That's nah, not I a great use... question, but it's a question. Hey, don't sell yourself short. Definitely a question. Your questions are great. I appreciate you. That's a great answer. Um, 
Yeah, it looks like maybe he did direct them all. Well, maybe that's why you can't do comedies anymore, you idiot. Because The Hangover 3 was fucking atrocious. Todd Phillips, Road Trip, old school. Starsky and Hutch. Road Trip was a fun movie. Not sure Uh, how that holds up. School for Scoundrels. I don't even know what that is. That's Billy Bob Thornton, I think. Uh, Yes, and uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Which I keep almost watching every day. Napoleon Hangover. great, dude. Due Date. We watched that sucks. pretty recently. The Hangover Part 2, The Hangover Part 3, War Dogs, and then he does Joker. I never I saw War Dogs. Yeah, I can't. I'm not watching that. It's uh, with uh, Jonah Hill and... Uh, uh, maybe the kid from... Uh, the kid Miles Kennedy? No, that's the Miles dude that Teller. sings with Slash. Is it Miles Teller? Is he the kid from Whiplash? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't I just don't like that kid. Uh All right. So, here's the basic plot of this movie because it, it this movie is very complicated but also exceptionally stupid. And not in a bad way. I don't Listen, honestly, I don't think you can tell me the basic plot of this movie. I don't think you understand it. I forgot how like Again, I must have confused this with the Da Vinci Code, which I think is a little more complicated in its conspiracy. But this is basically that the Knights Templar and the Freemasons just they got they got a big room of treasure and they keep moving yeah, it around just, and hiding it. It's just plundered the world's plundered goods that it's have gone literally... from from the winners of wars. Right. They just keep plundering it from each other, and then the Templars wind up with it and but it's not like it's just it's like fucking conspiracy (coughs) like it's literally just all stolen goods man it's all right but it's all these clues and like hidden symbols it's just a big giant treasure map it's like that boring like the da vinci code at least has like oh we'll find out uh who's the true descendant of jesus christ or some stupid shit but this is like if you look at the map, it'll tell you which sundial to look at. And then that sundial will lead you to a different clue and then to a different clue and then on and on and on. And then eventually they, they do, you know, they look, they which find I an mean, impressive roughly, amount of treasure. That is, that is roughly the Da Vinci Code, though. Because they're true. like, oh, you got to go to the Sistine Chapel and look at yeah. the 13th Psalm and then tickle a nun. But at least, yeah, but... No nuns get tickled in that movie, I don't believe. No, not a, no but uh, The Vision, Paul Bettany does whip himself with that uh, oh, thing. Oh, dude. Uh, self-flagellation, I believe they call it. Yeah. No, so there's self-flagellation. So there's this this family, the Gates, and apparently they have just thrown generation after generation have just thrown their life away in pursuit and search for this fabled yeah, just treasure. Just a bunch of losers looking for uh, trying to win of... a scratchy, looking for the winning scratchy. Right. No, that's that's what it is. And so here's where the movie falls apart, and we're only about three minutes in. <laughs> here's where the movie falls apart. Opening credits. We're up in the Arctic. Right, we got Nicolas Cage. He's yeah. the great grand. He's the grandson that we see in the flashbacks with Christopher Plummer. 
He's grown well, it up opens, to be this It opens in hunter. the attic, doesn't it? It does. The, and it's the, the, the weird the, of the last guy that signed the Declaration of Independence, yeah. and he held the secret, and blah, 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 blah. So, but then we get, we're up in the Arctic, and we find hey, this tell abandoned me it ship. Nicholas Cage. Do the Nicholas Cage voice. I don't think I have a Nicholas Cage voice. Well. Whoa. No. Well, like, do you know what? It, that's, it, now you're going to have to teach me how it, That doesn't. That sounds like Ronald Reagan well. still. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty I'm good. I'm Nicholas Cage. Now you sound like Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. All right. None um, of us can do the Nicholas. I'll work on it later. All right. So he's up there. Oh, do the Nicholas Cage Donald Trump voice. Mm. No. I don't want to. This is our second Cage movie, right? Yeah. Color out of space. Color out of space and then Nash Trej. Nat Trej. Um, Sean. Oh. Hold on. Yeah, we should be there. You're good? You're there. We're I'm good. good. All right. You're the one with the poor connection. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm hitting all kinds of uh, Wi-Fi Turbulence? issues. Turbulence? You flying today? I'm going to power through. Are you up in the air? Um, all right. Can you hear me, Sean? And we're back. Hey, I never left, brother. You went to the uh, toilet on the plane, but the turbulence cleared up, and we're back, baby. I, hey, Sean, I convinced him that we're in a, a plane or maybe a helicopter. I'm not oh, that's sure fun. which. Oh, I can't wait to listen back to that. That's going to be editing. I was going to I was going to cut all this out, but if you did a great bit on your side when the call dropped, that's great. Well, that's great news. I didn't do that great of a bit. I think I said something. As long as you vamped, I sat here in silence like a bonehead. We're up in the Arctic. That? It's Nicolas Cage, uh, Justin Bartha, their team. They're working with these guys. Sean Bean Seen got all Bean. this equipment. I think at you no mean point, Seen Bean. At no point do they ever explain who this guy Ian is or what the fuck is going on. Yeah. It's well, just, I think it's just supposed to be it's like just a... Nicolas Cage is searching for treasure, and this guy's also searching for treasure. Yeah. I think that's just supposed to be like uh, an expedition, you know? People are. But they never explain why Sean Bean is evil. Like, I mean, it's Sean Bean, dude. He's evil. It would have just been better if they worked together. You can tell they by the haircut, up, usually. They ended up having to work together anyway. You know? They did. But he was uh, still evil the whole time. He was not a nice guy. Anyway, they, they go down into this boat, and then they find this weird pipe that's been hidden mm. for hundreds of years. It's a beautiful pipe. And they pull it out. And I want to like, call it is... Scrimshaw, but they called it something else. Yeah, they call it, I'm looking at it, Mir, a Mirsham yeah. pipe or something. It's beautiful. It's probably made out of some kind of a bone. Probably a whale nope. bone. Or maybe no, it's a... made from a, uh, the mineral sepiolite, whatever the hell that means. Hey. I got some uh, of that, I think. But Could've they uh, they they crack it open and they find uh, this thing, and in blood they write out the message. Yeah, he cuts his hand. It's a cipher. It's a yeah. little scroll thing, and then he fucking does it on the paper. 
and then they get their new fucking riddle from the Riddler, and it takes them. He's gonna. <laughs> They the they gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. Gotham but, will uh, blow up. But uh Nicolas Cage he's opposed to that. He doesn't want to steal Which, that I mean, great hey, document. I get it. Sure. But also, but if, also like, this is just fucking steal it. It's a public baby. document. We should all get that. We should all get to take the de- declaration of independence home like the Stanley Cup. Yeah, dude. You know, it, it really we should all get be it for like, twenty four uh, hours. It should be like a class gerbil. Like everybody gets it for a week. You take care of it. If it dies, if your parents replace yeah, it, yeah, imagine being like, noticing. "Fuck!" The dog ate my Declaration of Independence. Um, but then for whatever reason, uh, they just start a big fire under this underground boat because, uh, and then it explodes, and Sean Bean leaves them for dead. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not just, good. I don't know. I just it's like full of gunpowder, dude. Yeah, it's too much gunpowder. But I so just so much uh, gunpowder. I just I wanted a little bit of history between these two guys. Who are you? Why are why you are you doing this? Why do I have to now commit? An why hour to this? are you being mean to me? Uh, they go to they go to uh, then they j- just jump right to it. They go right to DC. They yeah, tell like the FBI. he has he has no qualms about just leaving their dead bodies in the Arctic. Just goes. Just leaves. It's just like they're in this Seems race insane. for this. This uh, tra- just work together and then split the treasure or whatever. Who it's cares? like, did he sleep with your wife or something? What's it going does on? Seem, Why are you it so does, mad? It's 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 it's, it's maddening. That's the whole time I couldn't. I can't. I can't connect with this movie because I don't care about anybody in it. Yeah. It's like it is cool. There's some clever stuff in here. There's some neat action sequences. But on a whole, it's just like. Yeah, no, John Voight's right. You are an idiot for devoting your entire life to chasing down this treasure. But also, John Voight is an idiot. Because he did the for same devoting thing. his life to uh, a man. So they go, they go to the FBI, laughs at them. They go see Diane Kruger for the first time. and uh, Yeah, and she's like, oh, I just need one George Washington pen. Right, and he he's like he sends it to her. Well, obviously he has it. And then they they come up with this crazy scheme. Here's the other thing: the heist in this movie of the Declaration of Independence. It's uh they have uh Justin Barth is going through all the impossible things. They're like, it's guarded. There's video cameras. When the the document uh the temperature rises, it collapses in on itself and it sinks down into this vault. They do this whole big cool, and you're like. Okay, well, this is going to be a crazy heist. They got to find out ways to get past all this, and then uh, Nicholas Cage is like, "Uh, no, uh, preservation go. room. We'll go to the preservation room. It's a much more boring way to do this <laughs> of pushing just, the story forward." In the last like month, I watched the Ocean's movies, which are yeah. great heist movies. Like it's complicated heists, and you're like, "Oh!" And we and we've watched how many heist movies have we watched on this movie. Friends of Eddie Coyle, maybe. You mean on this podcast. We're not a and, movie yeah, ourselves. No, I, I refer to everything as movies. I'm a film journalist. But <laughs> the bank the bank job, right? The Brinks robbery. The Brinks yeah. job. That's what it's called. Brinks, uh, Eddie Coyle. Yeah, so the Brinks uh, job. But the Brinks fight job, was... Uh, There's a little bit of a fight. But we, we, we know heists. Dude, we live heists. A good heist movie. You know what the majority of the film is? The fucking heist. 
the, all we want. This movie should be two hours of them trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Like, they should not just be floating around with this thing. They steal the Declaration of Independence within, like, 45 minutes, and then it's like, what the fuck are we going to do for the next... Dude, Nothing like is going to be as more exciting than stealing the Declaration of Independence. That should have been the last thing they do. The scene where he's in the gift shop and she's like, are you trying to steal that? Oh, my God. Oh, and he's got almost enough money. Got to use the Visa card. Uh, brother. Yeah, oh, boy. No. And it turns this out it was, it was a... Dangerously was, close to Max. He out. was trying to steal a souvenir copy of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Come, I mean, come on. But, like, that's, I don't know. I felt like that's the most exciting part of this movie to me is the the time they spend trying to steal the declaration, and then they do it so fast yeah, and so boringly. Like, it could have been a, a uh, more focused on that, yeah. But he basically, he just, like, he takes the elevator down, and he walks into the room, and he just starts trying to unscrew the Declaration of Independence. It was like, well, anybody could have done this. This is a very simple heist that you guys have pulled off this impossible thing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he gets it right at the same time, the exact same time. Cause there's some kind of gala going on. And so Sean Bean tries to steal the declaration. And of which, Independence hey, at the exact hey, this same time. Always, this is always a gala. There's always a gala or a Senator's daughter is getting married or some nonsense. There's always something people know. But what are the odds that, both of these guys are going to try to steal the thing at the exact same fucking time. I mean, it's... It's too 50, much. 50-50? What oh, do yeah, you think? No. Yeah, probably. There are they with the will even odds. Uh, yeah, and so they then, don't have as good of a scheme. They're just like, hey, bring the thing that we pull the door open with. Dude, more interesting scheme than Nicolas Cage. Yeah, more. It's more dramatically interesting to watch them try to bust down a door with a fucking just with one deadbolt, than to watch Nicolas Cage try to with a screwdriver from Home Depot, just undrilling <laughs> like the IKEA toolkit they sell at the checkout counter. He's just fucking popping these screws out. Also, maybe hey, maybe let's like not just like use regular hex bolts to secure the most important document in American history. I'm told repeatedly. There's another thing I hate about this movie is that Nicolas Cage, this movie feels like it's just, just shy of being super America propaganda. Just shy of it? Just shy. Just a little. Nicolas Cage a couple of times just stops and goes, no, this is the most important document. No one's going to steal the Declaration of Independence on my watch. Yeah, because I love America, and you're just like shut the fuck up. Well, he does, but also the uh, Diane Kruger does too. Is yeah, she's name? she's a, uh, a German national. She's she's here on a green card. You don't love America? What are you insane? <laughs> well, she could love it. I don't know, but she she's just like I. I I love the history of the United States. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Why do you have, care about your own goddamn people and your goddamn history? That you, you know, just came so close to telling her to go back where she came from. <laughs> Stop stealing jobs from Helen Hunt. This should have been a, this <laughs> should have been Helen, a Helen Hunt. Hunt. It could have been Helen Hunt, right? 
Um, yeah, so somehow they end up kidnapping her because she she they she's the first she to discover that the it thing. was stolen. Yeah. It was stolen. She chased him outside. Well, she grabbed um, the uh, the fake one, the replica. Right. Then there's like the the car chase through the uh, Washington D.C. Where Sean Bean thinks he has the Declaration of Independence. She thinks she has the Declaration of Independence, but really. But, uh-oh. It was a triple fake or some nonsense. But because this idiot paid with a credit card, now the FBI is tracking him. Yeah. And enter Harvey Keitel and exit Harvey Keitel because he's got about seven lines. He probably made $5 million. Yeah, dude. He's not in it much. Um. Which is a shame because he's one of our great actors. Hey, he's a he's a South American treasure. Okay. You think I believe America's... they really care for him down there. Oh, they do. I could be making that up. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know what other people think about other people. That's I can't. True. I like him. I like Javi Keitel. I got no. I got no. Has issues. he ever said anything bad about me that you know of? Uh, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, they go to out. see, uh, they need some letters. Uh, they, they do the, they do the, the they silence, go to uh, dog do shit good, letters. The silence do good, do good letters. I believe it's silence dog shit. Oh yeah. Well, this movie's, yeah. And, Sean, uh, I'm doing a bit. Go with I it. I like that bit. I liked it. Go with it. I'm just so the bored rehashing the plot of this movie. The silence they dog go to, shit letters. It was good. It was good. Thanks, buddy. Uh, they go to John Voight's house. He's mad. He's like, uh, oh, I got some pizza there. It's probably warm. Don't tell Angelina Jolie that you saw they, uh They use uh, some lemon juice and a uh, hairdryer to read the back of the Declaration of Independence. It's just a bunch of numbers. John Voight's like, oh, that looks old. Yeah, and then he freaks out because they stole the Declaration of Independence. Which is, uh, I think it's a natural reaction. Totally fair. Totally to be fair. be like, hey, you stole the Declaration of Independence. What's going uh, on here? But they need uh, they need the silent do-good letters to crack the it's, code. I believe it's silent dog shit. Dog shit. And, uh, but John Voight, he donated them. Because uh, this guy. Who's you're crazy you for this one, Papa. Who the hell wants a bunch of letters just hanging around? Who wants old historical letters worth things? Not me. I don't. Now, they were, Benjamin Franklin supposedly wrote him when he was a wee lad, right? Probably. I don't know. You weren't paying attention? Were you already asleep? Uh, No, but I was just like, I just, if they say silence, do good one more time, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. Uh, They get the thing and the blah. Uh, They have to go to uh, Philadelphia. They always have to go there. We were they go there right recently back to for 1776. They go to Independence Hall, baby, right where it all started. And uh, they have to, uh, they go to the museum and they're paying a, a little boy, a little school boy. They give him a dollar every time he comes back with more clues. Yeah. And he's going in and he's deciphering the uh, thing. And $1. guess what? It, it's all, it's a more riddles. That's, we love riddles. Yeah, it starts to feel like a Batman movie. And then guess what? They solve the riddle almost immediately, and then they have to go to. Uh oh no, they have to go. 
into a right? pass and stow. Yeah, where? Yeah. Oh, they go to the Liberty Bell, and then uh, behind some bricks, they find some goofy ass glasses. Yeah, these Which, things are, are 3D wild. Glasses, baby. Boys but, in the balcony wear those. But then they put them on, and then they look at the back of the Declaration of Independence, and it's fucking magical. There's no chance that this is what anything has ever looked like on paper. They have this hidden. It's like a depth and holograms and. It's in different colors and it's sparkly and it's complete utter rubbish. There's no, yeah, no but basis that, he of does, reality for this. He doesn't see that until after Kaitel, <laughs> right? Doesn't Kaitel fuck with it? I don't remember. No, I think yeah. he he does figure it out because then they they know to go to Trinity Church in New York. Yeah, or, and then they break into that and then. And then, and then they know to break into the other place. Oh, dude, and I forgot about the fucking the flight deck of the USS Intrepid. This movie, so much uh, shit happens in this movie. Yeah, it's really, I really, the interesting part of this movie is the the riddles and the Knights Templar, and not this boring ass fucking shit action that they do. Like, I don't need to see him jumping off of a fucking aircraft carrier, and then a scuba man grabs him and uses a little stupid sub thing to steal him away. I mean, I care for if, it. if they had given you final cut, none of us would have had to see it. No, a lot would have been trimmed. This thing would, this be thing tight, would have been tight, 90 minutes. This thing would have been 90 minutes, 95 maybe. Uh, they go to Trinity Church. They break into uh, some mausole- the mausoleum or I don't know, the graves. Yeah whatever this is, and they're crawling through. And then they get this long bill. This thing still might be happening. That sequence of them going down the wooden staircase. Yeah, dude. With the elevators and shit is so long and so dude, boring. Dude, this is the part where he he's hanging off the stair that's like the nails pulling up, and he gives the classic, oh, boy, oh boy. face. He might as well oh pull his goodness. collar like, oh, I'm in, ugh. Ooh, yeah, here we getting... go again, fellas. Yikes. Uh, they crawl down there. People are falling to their deaths, but they're not people that have names, so nobody cares. Yeah, it's Nobody dude, mourns the dead. The nobody gets to the bottom and Sean goes Bean. like... Yeah, they don't ever get to the bottom and they go, oh my God, this guy's neck is completely snapped. No one freaks yeah, out about the dead bodies. Nobody ever digs them out. They get down to the bottom. John Voight's there. They've, he's been kidnapped. Diane Kruger's there, Justin Barth, the whole gang, Sean Bean and his crew. Uh, they get down to the bottom. They look at the Declaration of Independence. Um, and then uh, they come down. There's something about a lone lantern. And so uh, John Voight sends them up to Boston. They ship them up to Boston. Yeah. Whoa. Old North Church, which... To go to the Old North Church, something about a lantern, uh, and the treasure is under there. And then as soon as they leave, they're like, ha-ha, we tricked them. Now let's push the button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go into the next room, and they're like, ah, shucks. He's like, no, I swear I don't know anything. All right, they're gone. All right, let's push the button, open up the treasure room. But then, oh, boy. Sean Beam at some point gave them back the pipe that he stole. Uh, and then 
Nicholas Cage realizes all he's going to do is just stick it into uh, this, this hole on the wall and then turn it. And then it's just treasure for Very days. much like a key. So much treasure. Yeah, too much. Just... And listen, he like he goes in and he set he sets the thing on fire and it lights up everything. That was pretty cool. For, yeah, but... but for a movie that started with the boat that he's in blowing up once somebody yeah. set it on fire. Yeah, a little seems like fire. a dumb move. Controlled flame is not really the the special effect that uh, these guys think is, is right now. <coughs> I thought it would have been cool if all the treasure like got destroyed. And then they watched it, and they were like, ah, oh, we found it, but uh, alas, we can't now profit it's gone. from it. But uh, nope, They eventually they crawl their way back up. They run into Harvey Keitel. They drop the dime on Sean Bean, because somebody's, according to Harvey Keitel. Somebody's got to go to prison. Somebody's got to go to prison. Dude, it's like that. He's like, well, if you got a helicopter. And they yeah. catch him, like, right with, like, like right. bolt cutters breaking into the church. <laughs> No, and then as they're putting cuffs on, he looks across the street. And Nicholas Cage yeah, and just steps like, out of the shadows. Steps like, out of the yeah, dude, come on. Um, no, they uh, uh, Nicholas Cage decides he wants to give the money back to the people in the form it's of like what uh, people, universal health care and then in terms of uh, funding for education and what? Yeah. No, it just went into the they built a the aircraft museums. carrier. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, it turns. And he's out like, to, no, I don't want. They they offered a ten percent finder's fee, and he's like, no. right. And they said, no, they'll take one percent. But he's he's always in a happy relationship with Diane Kruger. They're smooching all the time. They're happy in love. And uh, Justin Bartha, house. he's upset that they turned down that fee. And you're like, oh nuts. Uh, well, hey, Poor you guys guy. took the moral high ground, but. <laughs> He got 1%, and then he hops into his Ferrari and drives away. Actually, well, half of 1%. While this guy, while Nicolas Cage goes back into his fucking mansion that he owns now. With his treasure map to other poser. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, no, she explicitly gives him a map that will lead yeah. the way. He's like, where does this lead to? And she's like, you'll find out. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know where that map leads to. I mean, it's uh, the chores. Yeah, <laughs> do these the dishwasher the you did. The bathroom empty. needs painting. Ah, uh, I don't. Also, a very ugly house. I didn't care for the house that he bought. Uh, so that house is the actual house that belonged to um Charles Carroll. The guy. He said something about the yeah. flashbacks at the beginning. He bought his house. That's the actual home that that gentleman, plantation owner or whoever the fuck he was, actually owned. Um, in I don't even know anything about Charles Carroll, Maryland. Looks I like. know uh, that he wrote uh, a Christmas Carol. No, that's Charles Dickens, and also. And I believe. He also used... wrote an American Carol. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Uh, yeah. I, this is the second time I've ever seen this movie. The first time I saw it, my younger brother, because uh, he would have, when this come out in 2004, he would have been 12. Yeah. If I was 12 and I watched this, I would have been like, 
holy shit, dude. But I watched this when I was 21 because I remember watching it when it came out and I was just like, oh, this stinks. Yeah, this it's, is... not, it's not a great movie. But then I was reading up on it and one of... Uh, um, I was reading on the Wikipedia page. They always have uh, one of my favorite uh, is the reception. They talk about the critical reception and what people thought. And uh, Roger Ebert gave the film two out of four stars, and he called it so silly that the Monty Python version could use the same screenplay line for line, which <laughs> is, yeah, dude, I that would you could easily take the script that they have here and turn it into a fucking comedy. Yeah. It's just I don't know, but then, I mean I think at I think there's points in the movie where they're absolutely trying to be a comedy, anyways. But I think well uh, then I I saw this so then the next line of the Wikipedia goes academic David Boardwell, uh, who of course David Boardwell is a American film theorist and film historian since receiving his PhD from the University of Iowa he's written more than fifteen volumes on the subject of cinema. I don't know who he is, but he expressed a liking for the (laughs) film. He placed it in the tradition of 1950s Disney children's adventure movies, which this is exactly that. This movie is as historically accurate as fucking Johnny Tremaine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if this movie came out in the 50s, we'd be like, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. Look what they did. But because it's got Nicolas Cage and it's like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie, it's just yeah. I don't like know. I don't just... think I don't think it's a great movie, but I I think it's a I definitely think it's a watchable movie, and For I sure. think it's a rewatchable movie. But I don't think it's like yeah, it's no. not something that I'd I'd seek out. But I could see I'll probably I definitely see... watch it again at some point. Yeah, I could see watching this with uh, my kids when they get a little older. Like, I think the only, it, there's nothing, there's no foul language, there's no sex, there's nothing dirty. Uh, it's just, I think they would be bored, because um, Lucy loves, of course, the founding of America and uh, colonial politics, but my son's really not into it. He's not into it yet, so we'll wait until... Uh, when he does, though, when he's finally... Oh, I mean, well, he Dad, loves the Masons. what's a governor? What's Dad, a Freemason? what does the stewardship mean? What is what is a constitution? What is an amendment? Now, how I do I get to you, the Smithsonian from here? Uh, this comes out 2004. The Da Vinci Code, the film, comes out 2006. Came out 2006. But I believe the movie, the book had been out at this point. Yeah. Goddamn, we're conspiracy crazy. This is probably, for a lot of people, the first time they ever heard of the Freemasons or the Knights Templar and all that bullshit. Do you think we can trace the origins of the QAnon scenario that we find ourselves in, in this country back to Walt Disney's national treasure? I think it definitely has parallels to it. Uh, Cause there are a couple of, uh, of uh, conspiracy people that I follow on Instagram and, uh, symbology and looking for symbols and all this shit is huge and all that stuff. It's all complete fucking nonsense, but uh, yeah, I wonder, I would love to talk to a conspiracy person and see what they think about this movie. 
I would prefer not to talk to a conspiracy person. Oh, it's my favorite people to talk to, Bill. Are they? Yeah, you just got to let them know that you're not judging them, and then they will tell you some crazy <laughs> shit. Oh. I have a one of my dear friends, a comedy mentor, a man I love, and... Uh, I think I know him, who you're talking about. Sat with him for about two and a half hours one night, and he explained a whole bunch of stuff to me that, uh, you know, it's all logically sound if it starts from a place that's wrong. As long as you start incorrectly, <laughs> you can build up and you can go, I can see yeah. how you believe this, even though that first thing is the thing that's the problem. We got to fix that, and then everything yeah. falls apart. But I don't know. I don't know. No, uh, not uh, didn't get nominated for Best Picture, this movie. No? No. I thought it would. Did it get nominated any noms for anything? No. Screenplay or nothing? No, it gets a sequel. National Treasure Book of Secrets. Uh, you watched it today. Uh, I the did. whole gang, the whole gang, come back. I don't want to get in too deep because maybe we'll do it uh, in a, they a future did. episode. Uh, Sean Bean in Cage. this thing again? No, Sean Bean's not in it. Uh, Cage was in it. Kruger, uh, Baffa. What's his Baffa? Justin Bartha, of course. Barth, the Hangover Boy, the most famous kid from The Hangover. Uh, one of the three best friends that anyone could have. Yeah. Uh, Javi Keitel makes an appearance. He's in it. Oh, that's fun. I think he's actually in it more in this one, maybe. Um, I think I might have liked the second one better. They uh, they keep saying that they're going to make a third one. Yeah, but um, is it January two twenty twenty? It was announced that Chris Bren Bremner, the writer of Bad Boys for Life, would write a new script for it. And then in May twenty twenty, Jerry Bruckheimer confirmed that not only was there a third film in development, uh, but there's also a Disney Plus series in the works. With Cage or no, Cage would be in the movie, but the Disney Plus series would have a younger cast. Uh, yeah, look. would it be? Uh... Uh, that character just as like a younger adventurer uh, kind of like a young Sherlock Holmes or the young Indiana Jones type deal uh, I don't honestly there really is almost no information it just says that they would use a younger cast so it could just I be bet it would be as him as a kid and then Voight as the younger well not Voight but that character yeah maybe or maybe they just you just use the same uh Thing. I have no idea. I mean, Disney, you're going for for the younger audience anyway, so you. There are original cast is all the explore this shit, bro. The original cast is all on board to uh, come back for the third one. For the third one, really? Yeah, and if it comes out, it'll make a billion dollars, just like every other thing. Probably. Just like goddamn book of secrets. Just like Tenet. Book of book of secrets. Just like Tenet, and make ten million dollars. It'll make $10 million, and that's Thank all God. you need now. Thank God, Christopher Nolan, you stuck to your guns, and you insisted on that in-theater release. God oh, damn it. Jackass. So uh, so what do we got next week, then? What do we got so coming today, up? So, look, we are focused. This month, we are focused on historic uh, films, particularly the American variety. Again, we did 1776. We took a look at... Uh, um. The hell did we do last week? Oh, Johnny Tremaine. Tremaine. Uh, we do have, uh, p- potentially, if uh, the audio is at all audible, a bonus episode of uh, the time that we watched uh, 
the Disney Plus presentation of Hamilton with uh, Dan Bulger. That's in the pipeline. I promise that that will come out. Have you listened to it? No, I don't even know where the recorder is. And um, <laughs> fuck. So, uh, but this week we dipped in National Treasure. Is it, it? Look, it's fiction. It's it's silly. We had some fun. Allegedly, it, it's fiction. It fit our theme. It's a it's, hold on. It, wait a minute. Declaration of Independence. That thing exists, right? That does exist. All right. Um, but so it, it can't be total fiction. No, but it's historical fiction. It's based on facts and uh, fun events. And uh, but uh, we wanted to we wanted to get back next week. We want to cut back. We want to get hardcore history. The Dan Carlin fans out there. Oh, do the Dan Carlin. Do the Dan Carlin. Oh, yeah. The Mesopotamians. They came in, and they ate mud. Now, you're probably thinking, why would you eat mud? <laughs> Dan, you too much. I've won that his voice hurts my throat so bad. Yeah, you'd nail what it, a, though. You do it. What an unbelievable podcast that I, I'm never going to be able to listen to. I can't keep that shit straight i started listening to the one about world war one and i was just like yeah you talk so slow Dude, this so good does not need to be four and a half hours now you're probably saying to yourself <laughs> dude i just listen to it for when he says again <laughs> and you're thinking again it is it is Love i mean it. It's uh, it's incredible that that show is as popular as it is. It's a, it's one of the encouraging signs, dude. But, it's uh, very like, it's very good. I love it. I just I got a big history this. boy, Sean. You know that about me. We love, love history, it. and uh, next week, no exception. No we're exception. Taking a look. I believe it's a two thousand and eight. Yep, here it is. I'm got it. I just want to get the director on this because I, I think this. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's it matters. Confirmed. It matters way more oh, than you does, think. Oh, it does, right? It's, uh-huh. it's Zucker, right? It's a David Zucker film. Of course, uh, David Zucker, one of the... Airplane? Uh, yeah, Airplane, The Naked Guns. Uh, we're taking a look at the 2008 satirical comedy directed by David Zucker, written by David Zucker, starring America's favorite Farley, America's Kevin. sweetheart. <laughs> Kevin Farley. It's... The right wing <laughs> Michael Moore parody, <laughs> an American Carol, I am starring Kelsey Grammer, John Voight, Dennis Leslie Hopper, Nelson. Leslie Nielsen, Dennis Hopper's in this. Yep, and Lil Kevin Farley. It's Lil. It's, <laughs> it combines everybody's favorite things. Right wing propaganda and a Christmas Carol. As uh, as Kevin Farley will be visited by George Washington, uh, I believe George Patton, and Abraham Lincoln. So, man, this sounds fun. Eighty three minutes long, baby. I am pumped. Like you've not seen me pumped for another movie. We're going to do this one in the daytime. Uh, I believe we it's got... on Prime Video, too. Oh, thank God. I don't have to give these people yeah. any more money. Oh, I, I can't believe. wait, dude. I'm I not... can't wait. I think this might be the movie that radicalizes me. 
You aren't already radicalized? No. You seem the, pretty rad. For the other side. Oh, look at that. You seem uh, like a rad guy to me. Gary Full Cole. of radiation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the cast list of this movie, and Gary Coleman is going to make an appearance. Gary, Gary Co- the original Gary Coleman? Uh-huh. He plays the character of... <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me. Don't I won't even say tell it. me. I won't say it. Yeah, an American Carol. Come back in seven days for what uh, promises to be <laughs> the episode that finally kills us both. <laughs> Paris Hilton. Oh, man, this is going to rule. Fred Travelina. Oh. Fred Travelina. Who is that? He was uh, uh and a, a comedian. He was a stand-up. Uh, he was an impressionist. He used to do like uh, all the uh, those shows. I don't know what the fuck they were. Fred Travelina. I don't fucking tell you who the fuck he is. You look him. You've stolen goddamn. the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> you have nowhere to sell it. I love this. What country. do you do? All right. I'm gonna go uh, uh, offline. I'm gonna unplug. I'm gonna head out into the you're woods. You're gonna go. You're going off the grid finally. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Is it because of that social media documentary you watched? No, it's because we've been recording for fucking ninety minutes, and I'm my voice is starting to hurt. All right, that seems like a really good amount of time. Nailed hey, it. N- national treasure. Watch it. An American Carol. Sean, double watch it. You're a national treasure. Wash your hands. You wash your face. Wash your damn ass. Wash my ass.